If you're tired of dieting and stepping on the scale, you're lacking energy and confidence, and you're ready to harness your inner athlete, then you're in the right place. I'm Sherry Shaban, and in each episode, I'll help you to rebuild your fitness identity and empower your deepest transformation so that health and fitness are not just what you do, but who you are. What's up, athletes? Welcome back to the show. On today's episode of Fall in Love with Fitness, I am so honored to have Andrianne onto the show. She is an advanced power athlete. She's a badass mama, and she is my good friend that has inspired so many in our advanced transformation group. So, Andrianne, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Sherry. I'm actually very honored and flattered to be uh, a guest with you today. Oh, I'm so happy too. And you know, these are my favorite interviews. I, I love bringing in professionals and hearing, you know, stories of transformation. But certainly when I know someone like you and I've watched your progress over the last few years and I've watched how you inspired so many around you, I think these are my most exciting interviews. So tell us a little bit about you, Andrianne. What, who, what, who are you? What do you do in life? And how can others maybe get to know you a little bit more? Well, my name is Andrianne. I am 42 years old and I am a proud mama to two lovely uh, girls. One is five years old and the second is eight. I'm also a, um, an employee, so I work full time. I work in marketing for a pharmaceutical company, so that has me very, very busy. Um, not only during my work days, but also I get to travel a lot for my uh, for my work, and so um, the days are the days are definitely full between my work life and my 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 ha my family life. Um, and recently, I have started back up with you know making fitness and, and nutrition a priority for myself and my family actually. So um, quite happy to have embarked on that journey and, and making it more frontline despite the busyness in my in my life <laughs> right and and your story is, is is very familiar to many of us because as moms where we are really busy we are working full-time we are taking care of kids full-time and it seems like time is always that one commodity that we don't always have and one of the things that i admire the most in you andrian is just watching that transformation and i just want to specify what transformation means here because oftentimes we think about physical transformation as that ultimate goal or outcome that we desire when we start embarking on our health and fitness journey but you have just mentioned the impact that it's had on your family you've just mentioned the impact that it's had on your whole entire world and somebody as busy as you can create that time and inspire the entire family to do the same. And I think we need to just realize that when there is a will and there is a desire to have this become part of our life, there is a way to do it. And so for you, Andrianne, when, what made you want to start a couple of years ago? I think, I mean, I don't know how long it's been now since we, we've worked together. I think you started the six a week little, transformation. Yeah, a little over a year, about a year and a half at this point. Damn. But yes, I started with the six, was it six week transformation? Mm -hmm. And then I moved on to uh, an advanced program with you and I've been, I've been there since. Yeah. All right. So what, what made you decide to commit to you? I think your kids were even younger at that time. So mm -hmm. you have really young kids, you're full time working at a very demanding job and yet you still made yourself a priority. I, um, I needed to, honestly, I was at the, the crossroad of, of, you know, 
where I felt like if I didn't change something, um, I would, I would not make it. Like, I just felt like my mental load, my, my physical, um, I was sluggish, I was tired and it was, it was actually during the pandemic. So at the start of the pandemic that I decided, um, I needed, I needed a change because, um, just the the stress of everything the stress of having the kids at home and having to work despite that i just needed to find an outlet i needed to find some time and a way to feel better because like i said i was super tired um my eating wasn't great i just feel like i was grabbing whatever was available just out of the essence of time and um obviously sleep was was really bad as well so it was just a very vicious circle that i needed to break and so um i joined i I saw i saw you know you you were available for for the six-week program and so i started i started there and then just um really committed to, to 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 making a change because mm-hmm. I didn't see, I didn't see another alternative, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always say that's the best place to start from, right? When we reach that rock bottom place and it's a place that a lot of us avoid because it's uncomfortable, it's painful. We don't like how we feel in that place, but it's also that place that gives us the most amount of leverage to create transformation. And so if you are listening and you are there right now, then I want you to know that that is the best place to start from that place of this is it this is the line in the sand moment i never want to be here again this is not how i ever wanted to feel this is not the role model that i want to be for my children and i cannot continue this way any longer so one of the things that came up i know andrianne was was this concept of not having enough time and again it's it's something we all we all say we all say we don't have enough time and and you know i always share with you that when we say we don't have enough time what we're actually saying is it's not that important to us right it's not a priority to us and as moms what we do is put our kids first because yes of course they are our priority so when we make time for our kids it's because they are our priority but when we don't make time for us or we don't make time for our self-care we are deciding that it's not a priority so how did you overcome that story around not having enough time i think the I think sort of the tipping point or, or, or the one thing that made me realize that, you know, I can get this done is to change my focus into thinking that I had to do it perfectly. So mm-hmm. for example, I would always try to say, okay, I need a 20 minute block to make, to work out, to make it count. And so if I couldn't do it perfectly, then I wouldn't do it at all. And so my first mind shift was to say, anything counts Mm -hmm. even if it's not a 20 minute you know perfect uh lineup of a workout so i started doing things between meetings i started doing four minute tabatas while i was boiling water for pasta while i was making dinner i just found like increments of time during my day that i would just break into doing something like if it's 10 push-ups or if it's whatever that is but i i got very creative in finding chunks of time that would you know throughout the end of the day if i did that five times then it you know there's my 20 minutes my five times four tabatas is is my 20 minutes it wasn't perfect and it wasn't back to back but it still adds up at the end of the uh, at the end of the day so i would say that was 
like that was the huge mindset shift that I had to realize that like, even if it's not perfect, it still counts. And then the other thing that I had to get my head around as well is that I can't make my kids disappear. And it, especially in a pandemic where everything was shut down, the kids were at home and like, we just, this, this is where we were. We were stuck at home and we, we couldn't, you know, we, we all had to coexist. And so I also had to be okay with the idea that my workouts might not be perfect. And so that meant, you know, doing my workouts and if the kids joined in, which actually happened more often than not, they would just join in and pick up where I was at. And it got to the point where they were asking me, mommy, when are we going to do our exercises? Um, because they started seeing me do it and they, they were curious as to, you know, what was prescribed next for my, for my workouts. So they started joining in as well. So that was the other component where I, I realized perfection is not necessarily going to happen. And if you're waiting for that perfect time and for no one to be in the way to be able to exercise properly, it'll never get done. So I got used to finding, like I said, increments of time to do some form of exercise. And I got okay with the idea that the kids might join in. You know, I might have to stop and, and get them set up so that they can join as well. But I, I couldn't wait for them to be asleep because I was exhausted by then and just didn't get around to doing it. So I was going to have to do it with them here. And if they were joining in, then that's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'd say those are the two major um, shifts that I had to make to really get, get going and be consistent with my exercising. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And, and you know, we always say that perfection is the enemy of progress. Because to your point, when is that perfect moment coming, right? We're all putting that start date on the other side of a particular situation or event. Oh, I'm going to start when I finish this. And when that happens, then I'll start. And then when it's the new year, then I'll start. And when it's the summer, then I'll start. And so mm -hmm. it's never perfect. And you're right. Our kids are always there. So either we make it make that a part of their life too. They get to model us. They get to watch us in action and pick up these habits from us. Or we wait until they're 25, but then we're going to find another reason not to start, right? Yeah, exactly. And there is no such thing as perfect. And, and that's sort of what we always talk about too on our calls is that, you know, you might show up tired that day. Doesn't mean mm -hmm. that the workout won't count. Actually, we always say that the best workouts are the ones that were the hardest to show up for. And mm -hmm. now if we shift that meaning, and if we start to look at our workouts in that way and honor ourselves for showing up when it was really hard, when I barely slept, when I had so much other stuff to do and I managed a four minute Tabata, instead of scrutinizing myself for it not being 20 minutes, for not being RX, for me having used a lighter weight or me having to modify my workouts, I'm so proud of myself for showing up. Because every time I do that, I install a positive emotion to that action. And then we always talk about how our health and fitness is another bank account, right, Andrian? <laughs> yeah. It's important to deposit. <laughs> right. So share that concept with the listeners. Well, it's it's sort of along the lines that of what I what I said, like every incre increment counts, right? So if you're doing, you know, one set of something, then you're depositing, you know, something into your bank account. And then whenever you do something else, that goes into the bank account as well. And so you're always adding to that bank account so that, you know, over the 
course of time, everything that you've put in adds up to, to something more significant, which is truly what I've experienced in, in my, you know, in my journey so far. And the only way, honestly, the only way that I was able to make progress, because if I, again, if I'd waited for that perfect opportunity to have that perfect workout, I probably wouldn't have started yet because there hasn't been or very seldomly been, you know, a, a perfect time slot with the perfect workout. Right, right. Yeah, and I, I think it's also the reason why many of us give up, right? So maybe in the beginning, once we've decided to commit to a particular routine, it's going really well, things are really great, and then boom, a life event happens. Mm. Or someone gets ill, or we get ill, or something happens. And then all of a sudden we get derailed because when we come back to it, it doesn't look so perfect anymore. Maybe we're modifying, maybe we're doing less, maybe we took a week or two or three off. And now getting back into it, we've already feel, we already feel like we failed. And so looking at it as this bank account where I want to just monitor my deposits and my withdrawals. And just like my savings account where I deposit $50 into every two weeks, for example, it doesn't make sense to not deposit any money at all if I'm $5 short. So if I've got $45 and I decide, well, that's not those $50 that I had committed to, I may as well just not deposit anything. Well, that account never grows. And so when we start to recognize that every small effort creates massive impact, especially as they start to pile up and we start to have more and more layers of these deposits, whether that's reducing one teaspoon of sugar in our coffee or eating an extra salad or having one less serving of a particular food that doesn't serve us, all of this starts to add up. And that's hard to measure too, right? Whenever we're talking about transformation or physical transformation, we're always looking at the scale or we're looking at our clothing side. But I remember when, when we first started together, I remember for you, that wasn't, that wasn't the primary focus that you were working on. I think even in the beginning, I mean, you've transformed physically, like you're, I, I would love to share your photos to the whole world. But what's, what's really important to know is that wasn't the first thing that happened, right? And for many people, they would give up right away because they're wanting instant results. So share your story. When did you start to see more physical transformation? So I was going to just say that it, it is frustrating at times and it is, um, it is challenging because we are used to seeing sort of or wanting instant gratification or, or results right away. We live in a very fast paced world where, you know, everything is at the tip of our, our fingers. We are not patient anymore and we, we want things to happen very quickly. And so it's, it's really, you know, mind over matter and saying like, I have to stay the course because, and, and being kind to yourself and just giving yourself a bit of, of a, a break or slack and saying, okay, you know, it, it will happen and it will come over time. I mean, you just, you need to stay the course and just keep adding into that bank account so that you can, you know, get to the results or start seeing the world results that that you want to see and so mm -hmm. I, it was very much that like yeah I, I have to say that you know i did there were times where i felt frustrated and there still is today but you just you know you put your head down and you say okay today you know it's a bit harder let's see what i can get done and you just get started because sometimes like you were saying before sometimes the the workouts like the best workouts that i've had were workouts where i just was not feeling it that day and then i you know i finished my workout and i surprised myself at how much i was able to do and how much i was able to give 
And the times where that's not the case, it's still, hey, awesome. Like I did do something today. It wasn't, you know, it, it's still contributing to that, to that bank account. So yes, like at the beginning, it, because it feels like you're, you're starting from very far, at least it did for me. I felt like I was starting from, from very far and I was getting, I'm, I'm, I'm someone who likes to work hard but see the results and i felt like the results were slow in 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 sort of appearing but you stay the course and then you have a support group that you know reminds you that what you're doing will add up in the end which it really does it's just you mind over matter and you got to stay the course mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and, and you know you said something along the lines the, the results will will come they, they take maybe a little bit longer to to come but we're only looking at right now specifically physical transformation, yes. right? Yeah, and that's right. What, again coming back to this point because I think the listeners need to hear this today. And I, I'm so, if this, if there's that one thing that I, I want people to take from today's conversation, it's this. And this is why Andrian, you're you're one of the greatest sources of inspiration around this, is that whenever we do start something, especially let's say a six week transformation, all right, in six weeks my body's gonna change, and I'm right. That that's one part of it. But here's the thing, if my mind never changes, mm. if who I am never changes, then after that six week transformation and after I see that physical transformation, I'm gonna come right back to where I started because I didn't truly change. And this is also what we talk about a lot in our, in our program is that health happens from the inside out. For us to mm. really have physical transformation, we have to become healthy first. It's not the other way around. It's not, I need to physically transform or I need to release weight in order to become healthy. I need to become healthy in order to see a physical transformation in order for me to release weight. And now that's not just diet and exercise. In fact, we talk about our diet being everything we're watching, the thoughts mm -hmm. in our head, who we're spending time with, what our environment is like. That is all our diet. And that has a massive impact, if not more, on what is truly going on in the body. If I'm in a Absolutely. constant stressful environment, I'm in a constant state of inflammation. It doesn't matter how organic my food is. I'm in a constant state of inflammation, right? Yep. Absolutely. So you're right. I mean, I'm most of this talk or most of like the what I've been discussing is is the physical aspect of of the results that we're, you know, we're talking about, but it, there are results in in the mindset that has changed from for me from when I first started. The program with you to to today i mean again i come back to this but it's it's the biggest mindset that has allowed me to progress the most is around dropping the idea of perfection just saying you know you you do what you can you do you do and it all it all adds up and that's true for nutrition as well i mean um you know you you audit your your pantry you audit your stuff your your food that you have in the house and and you you work with what you have and so you make progress there as well you might not overhaul everything at once but it it all adds up i mean i've gotten my daughters involved in in our cooking to teach them you know what better choices are are available and so i've been doing a lot of baking with them and showing them that you know we can eat cookies with that aren't loaded with sugar and that can still you know be tasty and enjoyable to eat so there's you know there's the physical component but underlying all of that is is the like the the mental shift that of of realizing that 
everything that you do as small as it is will add up to different mm -hmm. results. Right, right. Yeah, and, and ultimately everything you're describing, I mean, again, when you're incorporating your children in this transformation, your entire family into this transformation, this now becomes their normal. Like this is their baseline. And we always talk about as well that kids won't do what we say, right? They're going to do what we do. So no matter how much we lecture them and no matter how much we tell them, oh, you should, physical activity is good, you should exercise or don't eat this or don't have that, right? It, it won't make an impact if we're still doing those things too. But they're going to mm -hmm. learn through watching us, through modeling us. And now they have this badass mama that's super busy, that's got a full-time job, that takes care of the whole household and then also makes time for herself. And even on her busiest, craziest days with all these meetings, boom, she's doing four minutes here and then five minutes there and then 10 minutes there. And that is what it's all about. And I think we all need to restructure this definition of self-care and exercise. We don't need to be in the gym for two hours to get results. We don't need to follow a meal plan in order to transform our body. And that's one thing that oftentimes people who join Advanced Power continue to ask, well, where's the meal plan? But where's the meal plan that I'm supposed to follow, right? Yeah. And that's the thing is that it's about habits. It's about habits that we slowly incorporate because these habits eventually become our character and it eventually becomes our identity. And now mm -hmm. I don't have to think about whether or not I should have this, this food that doesn't serve me. I can simply say I don't eat it because it doesn't make me feel good. And I prefer to feel good. I prefer to be fueled well for tomorrow's training or I prefer mm -hmm. to get better sleep. So therefore I'm gonna avoid drinking tonight because tomorrow morning I'm waking up and I'm going for a run. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know for me, the increment, like the incremental shifts that I've introduced, I was able to really um, experience the difference. Like, for example, re refined sugars, I there's such a big difference between when I will eat refined sugars and not I wake up in the morning and it feels like my feet are burning. My joints are, are tender. Like it makes such a difference when I eat sugar on my, the, you know, on my body versus when I don't. And so to your point, I mean, I've stopped eating refined sugar because it, I just, it makes me feel like an old lady because I'm crippled and it's just, so I, you know, I just, avoid it and i found ways around it again i mean there's there's ways to eat cookies and 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 treats that that don't necessarily involve you know refined sugar so right. it's 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 about it's about um committing to it and finding workarounds and i think i, I mean i think one thing that's helped me is i'm, I'm naturally curious and i'm a naturally creative person and so I will find things to, to substitute or I will find creative ways to make time or, or be able to include exercise or how to, you know, make a meal without using refined sugar or other, or other foods that don't make me feel good. So I, I, it's, it's a lot around curiosity. It's a lot around trial and error. You got to be able to, to try. And if it doesn't work the first time, then you try again differently and, and you see what works for you and, and go from there. So it, it, you, there's a lot of patience involved with this and there's a lot of trial and error, but um, I promise that, you know, if you stick the course and you keep going, there's some huge benefits um, on the other side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're so in the driver's seat of your transformation, Andrea, and this is, this is all I'm hearing from you. 
from going going with even just very simple statements around oh I can't eat this because I'm on a diet to I don't eat this stuff because it doesn't make me feel good and I wake up the next morning and my joints are burning like that that's a massive shift going from I can't to I don't right I can't have this because my diet says I can't eat that I'm not allowed to have this to I don't eat that because that doesn't serve me and I choose that that's my mm -hmm. choice no one's making me it's not because I have I'm on a diet or I have to right and then even just just stepping into this place of okay this didn't work out what can I do better next time there's no such thing as failure right again most of us stop and we give up on our journey because we see failure right away when things don't go our way when things don't look perfect when we suddenly can't commit or it has to look a little bit different or we get injured right we're so stuck on this super rigid structure the super rigid definition of what success looks like yeah. but what is success truly Andrianne? i mean i think success is different to each person right like success for me is not as waking up without joint pain success for me is seeing how involved my daughters are in you know already learning about fitness and nutrition um success for me is finding creative ways to make time and to you know include um exercise in my day when you know once upon a time if you know i didn't see how i would be able to make that possible Success for me is, you know, chugging around my yoga mat on business trips and actually using it and, and having colleagues comment on you're traveling with a yoga mat. And it's yes, it's part of my it's part of my routine. It's part of my regular. And so the fact that, you know, I, I, I now travel with my my mat and I actually use it and make time to um, make time to exercise how you know, how long or small my workout ends up being, it's part of, it's part of the, it's part of the, um, the journey and success to me is, you know, packing food for my business trips so that if I'm in a bind, then at least I have almonds or I've got something that's nutrition on, nutritious on hand to sort of tide me over until I find, you know, what, you know, I find food wh wherever I am that, you know that I am able to eat without feeling sick or bloated or crampy or whatnot. So, I think success is is different for each person. Um, those are all my my wins um, that I've experienced so far. And actually, actually, I'll say that an even biggest win is that I've stayed the course. Mm -hmm. That the consistency with which we've been, I've been able to maintain and, and learn in this because I started off, you know, with the six week transformation and it was, oh my goodness, how do I integrate, you know, exercise in my day to day? Because I, it wasn't a habit at that point. I had to figure out how to do it. And so through trial and error, I realized that making use of, you know, those increments of time is the best way to go for me that's that's my my way of doing it for someone else it might be doing it you know every uh, doing a 20 minute workout first thing in the morning um but success is is really um it, it's person you know person it, it's personal um but i would say that you know my biggest wins are the ones that i just spoke about and my biggest is you know being able to integrate this for as long as i have and and learning uh, along the way mic drop <laughs> that's so spot on i love how you said that and and 
Yeah, such an eye opener. And I think, again, just like we need to redefine what fitness means to us and what a workout means to us and what exercise Mm. means to us and self-care, we also need to redefine what success is. Because success is not only physical transformation. That's the side effect of all of the habits that you just shared. Your physical transformation is a side effect of all of those successes that you just shared with us, which is taking the yoga mat like a crazy woman. And you sound a lot like me on her trips and and getting stuff done and working on the airport and, and being super excited that when I travel, I get the most number of steps and really looking forward to the step count and, and just really making it happen whenever it happens. And I love how you said that success has to work for each person individually, because you're right. Maybe for some people it is waking up at five in the morning and boom, getting it right done. But maybe for others, making it happen throughout the day, especially if you have young kids, maybe it's five minutes here and 10 minutes there, like we said. So I love that. That's, that's huge. We have to sit in this just a moment. So listeners, <laughs> if you're, if you're here and you're still, you're still trying to find that place to get started, just remember that it's is small steps and we create transformation by working on one thing at a time and not looking at what that endpoint but instead just looking at what I can do today to bring me that one step closer to that endpoint. If I start running a marathon and I'm on kilometer number three and I'm already thinking about kilometer number 41, man, that's hard. That's a hard commitment to keep up with, but I can yeah. focus on this kilometer and then the next kilometer and then the next kilometer until I make it to the end. One tree at a time, not the forest. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So what would you, what, what advice would you have for someone right now struggling to commit to their health and fitness goals? Because this person perhaps has started so many times. They've joined all the different diets. They've tried the keto. They've tried the vegan. They've, they've tried all the things and they have temporary success, quote unquote, based on the physical measurement. But then they find themselves starting right back at the beginning. What advice would you have for this person? I think I think you nailed the nail on the head when you said that the physical transformation is a byproduct of the you know the mental transformation that happens um, ahead of time. So my my advice would be to be patient first and foremost, um, and to really um, have a look at what micro adjustment you can make to what you're currently doing to get closer to your end goal. So don't try to overhaul everything at once. That gets overwhelming. Um, and, and you just get exhausted and it, it just, it doesn't stick. So just focus on one thing. So if it's, Hey, how can I, how can I, you know, include any physical exercise in in the day so you know and and figure like figure out what you like if you like to walk then walk if you like to swim then go for a swim start with things that you enjoy doing because that's a lot easier to commit to than saying hey i'm gonna go run a five like i'm gonna go try to run five kilometers and i absolutely hate running so i would say pick something that you like and start there and start, I don't want to say start slow, but start with what's reasonable for you and for you to, um, to, to maintain. And I would all, like, 
I would almost treat it as, um, as a challenge and say, okay, in my, you know, eight hour workday, I, what's like, how am I going to challenge myself or how am I going to make fit this in? Like, where's the sweet spot that I can get this done? So almost challenge your, like, see it as a challenge and say, okay, I've got to, I've got to fit this in. How am I going to do it? Same thing with nutrition. I, okay, I have to, or I would like to increase, you know, my vegetable intake, or I would like, how can I go about that? I mean, with my daughters, I, I mean, they're, they're actually quite good with vegetables, but I like to make mashed potatoes and I include absolutely every vegetable in those mashed potatoes. So there's turnip, there's parsnip, there's carrots, there's anything mashable is in those mashed potatoes with the mashed potatoes. So it's, it's how can, it's a challenge. How can I include more vegetables? How can I include more physical activity? And it's almost a game. Like, how can I figure, figure this out? Start slow and um and reward yourself for your progress Mm -hmm. it's it's in my case it was a slow and steady um shift and again i had to you know stay the course and 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 mind over matter but you know it it was always um recognizing that hey i was able to do you know five minutes of exercise within a crazy within a crazy day so that's that's what i would suggest Mm -hmm. Wow, I love that. And I I couldn't agree more. Yeah, start with something that you enjoy, right? And before moving on to the next thing, master that one thing first. And that's Mm -hmm. also how we've broken down our nutrition transformation. It was really focusing on all the habits that served us. How can I create health? And a lot of that was how can I reduce my stress as well? And then working on that one habit, mastering it, and then staying consistent with it, right? Consistency first before intensity at all times. And then exercise is the same thing, right? And now while I'm doing all these things and while I'm mastering one habit at a time, I'm going to love myself through it. Because if every time I showed up for my workout and the internal dialogue was, that's it, that's all you did? You didn't even do the push-ups. You didn't even finish it. Did you see how that was done? And like this constant, constant pooping on ourselves, as I call it. I mean, that does not make me feel like I want to come back and do another workout. No, and it's, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, it's so easy to do that, especially when you feel like you, you weren't on your A game that day. And it's, it's so easy to think, oh my goodness, like I I only did half the workout or I, I, you know, I, I modified the exercises. And at one point I was able to do better. And, and it's, it's so easy to, um, to be negative. And so one, one thing that, you know, I would strongly encourage us to find a way to be kind and just recognize instead of looking at what you didn't do, focus on what you did yes. because just getting to doing that is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like we would congratulate our kids for all the small mm-hmm. wins that they did. If we remember to apply that exact same love and kindness to ourselves, what a massive difference that that will have because they'll yeah. always win. I'll always win on my tired days and I show up, I'll win on the days where I had to cut my workout short because truly there was an emergency and I had to get on a call. I'm going to see that as a win. Mm -hmm. But when do we ever get to win if it's never enough, if it's never good enough, if it's never Mm -hmm. perfect enough, if it's never hard enough, 
if it's never quick enough we never yeah, win absolutely absolutely and it's it's very easy to see what what's missing versus or what we didn't do versus what we what we did right and and that's our critical mind and and through transformation again and through advanced power we constantly talk about the importance of monitoring our energy state understanding the importance of our environment understanding the importance of how our internal dialogue either creates success for us or creates that place of defeat and so together as a community as one entity as one supportive tribe we remind each other of these wins and we still call each other out on our stories when we don't show up for for ourselves we we're there to call each other out and i think that's what's oftentimes missing for most people if the environment at home is not conducive to transformation then we need to find an environment that does and with that plus consistency plus redefining what success looks like what self-care looks like and then looking at this whole entire picture as a massive bank account then that's where we truly step into transformation where physical transformation is that byproduct of all of the action steps that we've taken absolutely amazing so athletes if you're listening today and you have questions around this program or if you want to get in touch with andrean or myself you can always email me at sherry at sherryshaban.com and before we conclude today's conversation andrean is there anything else that you want to share with the athletes today that you didn't get a chance to yet i i just would like to encourage everyone to make themselves a priority um i've seen how much my family my work and myself have been able to benefit since i i have made myself um, a priority and have taken the time to make sure that i you know take care of my fitness my nutrition my self-care it's made such a massive impact and i firsthand uh, was always the the one to put my kids first and absolutely everything else first before myself and it was um, it was a very big mind mind shift for me to to do to flip flop it and make sure that I'm I'm important in that lineup and I've seen firsthand the difference that it's made on e the impact on myself and everyone around me so mm. I would encourage everyone who's you know who thinks differently to, to give this a shot and see what, what happens and to stay the course. It's a long journey. Um, I mean, I'm still on it. I think we all are, we but all are. you need to, we all are, and we need to start somewhere. So, I mean, um, reevaluate what, you know, what success is, um, put aside the idea that everything has to be done perfectly in order to get, somewhere or to make progress um and you know do, do this for yourself um you won't regret it mm -hmm. yes we cannot serve from an empty cup so athletes exactly with that i want to thank you andrianne so much for your time today i really enjoyed thank this you. conversation i'm so incredibly proud of you and so honored to have you on here today to share your experience your wisdom and your story with all of these listeners and I know that this journey is just the beginning for you as much as you've crushed it in this last year and a half. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait to see what else you have in store, athlete. 
Thank you so much, Sherry. It's been a pleasure. And thanks again for having me on your podcast. I'm, I'm very flattered. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fall in Love with Fitness. Whether you're already on your fitness journey or just getting started, we're in this together. Just head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review, and you'll be entered into the drawing to win my six-week transformation course. Then go to fallinlovewithfitness.com and get your free gift from me so you get back your energy and reinvigorate your life. Join me on the next episode, and remember, you are an inspiration.